Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and I am very excited about today's episode because... I'm going to take the edge off of the people who feel like change is super hard and super overwhelming and they just can't stick with it. And I have felt all of those things like it was just a massive detour from my normal life and it felt like such hard work and such a sacrifice and so much missing out. And I want to seriously eliminate that from how you think and how you feel today. And this started from a... um a post that I put up on social media maybe about a month ago now, and it just said that the more positive things you do for yourself, the more positive things you want to do for yourself. There are a few simple, small tenets of change that if we just decide to choose them in the tiniest ways every day, the tiniest ways, not these big, huge, revolutionary changes, the tiniest ways every day, our lives are going to get a lot easier. We are going to feel less stressed and overwhelmed, and it's going to feel manageable to create whatever the improvement is, the change is that you want to make. So let me first say, just so we're all on the same page, you do not need some huge plan. It makes me a little bonkers, not angry, but just like, oh God, please no, when I talk to clients or listeners and they're like, thinking in terms of 20 steps ahead or three weeks ahead or God forbid, like six months or even three months. It's just, it's too much. It's too far. Sometimes it can feel good intellectually to to plan. In fact, it's been proven that you can get the same dopamine hit from planning in action or improvement as you can from actually making that action improvement. So that in and of itself can be a slippery slope that we just get all psyched up about the plan, but we don't need to be that far out. You do not need a huge plan and more so, you don't need to take massive action. I don't care how significant the changes that you want to create. You want to pay off $200,000 in debt. You want to lose 200 pounds. You still do not need to take massive action And I would argue, please don't take massive action. I want you to do the small, accessible things. And you're you're not only going to create the change that way, you're more likely to create the change with the tiny, small, little thing you can do today, the tiny, small, little thing that you can do tomorrow than if you approach it as like, I'm going to do a 180 in my behavior. I've got this big six-month plan and I'm going to crush it. The other thing, just to kind of lead off and get us all on the same page, you do not need to be perfect, okay? There is not anybody who has accomplished anything in any realm of life who has been perfect. 
I do not even believe that perfection is a real thing. I think it's a figment of our imagination. It's something that we conjure up as as a pretend standard, as a nice to have, I wish I could, but it is not real and it is not required. Again, I don't care if we're talking about somebody who built a billion dollar business, somebody who paid off 50 grand in debt, somebody who lost 10 pounds or 100 pounds. None of those people did so perfectly. None of those people did so without error. So you don't need a huge plan. You don't need to take massive action. And you sure as heck do not need to be perfect. Anytime we get to the beginning of a year or the beginning of a month, or God forbid, the combination of the two, we're at a time when people naturally are more aware of their desire to do better. They start paying a little bit more attention, like, okay, there's been a shift, there's been a change, there's a new calendar month, there's a new calendar year. I want to do better with my budgeting or my spending or my eating or my workouts, my home organization, my marriage, all of the above, every single one, right? Sign me up for all of them. And I want you to hear and know and believe that it is simpler than you think. It is dramatically simpler than you think. And if you feel overwhelmed, if you feel like it's such a huge departure from your behavior and it requires all of this work, I want you to really lean in and pursue the option that is so much simpler. At its base level, all of our choices have momentum whether it's positive or negative, right? If you make one small positive choice, as I said at the start of the episode, the next small positive choice is a little easier. For example, when I don't want to clean my kitchen, this is true every single time. When I don't want to clean my kitchen, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take 60 seconds and I'm going to put whatever away that I can in 60 seconds. The majority of the time, After 60 seconds, I'm like, it's only going to take me a couple more minutes to finish up here. And what felt like, oh God, I don't want to do this. This is super annoying, is now done because it started with something really simple. It's just like, and they've done studies on this, and I've mentioned them here on the show before, trying to get people to floss their teeth. There are people that have been pledging to floss daily for decades, and they haven't done it. And so these researchers basically took a group of people and said, you know what? Instead of saying, you're going to floss your teeth every day, I want this group to just floss one tooth today. Just just one tooth. Floss one tooth. And then in the other group, their goal was to floss all their teeth. Well, the group that was told to just floss one tooth not only was more effective in the task they were given, flossing one tooth, they were also dramatically more likely to floss all their teeth because there is momentum in our decisions. There is momentum in our decisions. I feel this way every time that I think I need to to fold laundry. Like I I don't like folding laundry and typically it's Chris that'll put stuff in the washer and dryer and then I'm like, now it's done. (laughs) It has to get folded and he's not here and I have to fold it. So I'll be like, okay, I'm going to either, I I do it one of two ways. Either I'm going to do as much as I can in two minutes and then typically I'm like, oh, screw it. It's going to take me two more minutes. I might as well finish. Or I'll be like, I'm just going to grab these few things and I'm going to bring them upstairs and I'm going to do it. Or I'm going to, I'm going to grab the things that look like they're easiest to do, like the towels, right? Those are so much easier, especially because they get put away right in the laundry room. I'll pick a small thing and that small thing has momentum. It makes the next positive choice a little bit easier. One of the questions that I use to help myself with this is what's one thing I've been putting off 
that I can tackle and complete today. I don't know if you're like me, but there I'm looking right now at some of these things. There's always something that's kind of just been sitting there for Chris right now. He's had a he's had a bill on the kitchen counter that he needs to pay and it's probably been sitting there for 2 or 3 days. For me right now what I'm looking at is I cleaned my office earlier cuz I was getting a delivery of some stuff and then there's two bags and a couple of miscellaneous items that need to go into the house from the office. My office is a separate building on the property. I've probably gone into the house from the office seven or eight times since I put the stuff in those bags to go inside, and I've yet to carry them in with me. So when I ask this question, what's one thing I've been putting off that I can tackle today and complete? That might be one of them, right? It's just a small thing. It's tiny. It doesn't even take any extra time. I'm walking inside regardless. Next time I go to the bathroom, I'm just going to take it in. Or I have a, a an eye appointment coming up. And when I scheduled it, I scheduled it a few months out, they were like, we're going to need you to call back with this particular insurance information that I didn't have on me at the time. And it's on my list. I know I need to do it, but I, every day I'm like, well, I still have time. Right? Like the appointment's not for a couple weeks. But it's on my list and could easily be removed. So maybe it's that when I'm driving to the grocery store or I'm waiting for this thing to be done, I can just make this phone call. That question helps me a lot. What's one thing I've been putting off that I can tackle and complete today? Because it's the small things and they have momentum. There's a small pile of mail that I needed to address. So when I asked that question most recently, I was like, okay, great, done. And then after that, because I had just moved the mail off the counter, I spent two to three minutes tidying my kitchen. And then on my way into the bathroom, where I passed the washing machine, I moved the clothes from the washer to the dryer. You know how many times I walk past the washing machine when it has a clean load in it and I don't move it to the dryer? It's these little things. Momentum builds with tiny positive choices. The other thing I want you to hear and know and understand is that it works the opposite way as well. Momentum builds with those tiny, not so positive choices. And I'll tell you the area where I see this most obviously. It's actually not with food. I know most of my examples because that's just been my struggle for a long time. It's food. It's true with food too, right? If you say, oh, sure, what the heck? I'll have those extra candies that have been on the counter. Then it's easier to be like, glass of wine, why not, right? There's momentum both ways. But where I see it most obviously is in my marriage, right? Nagging Chris about one small thing makes it a lot easier to bring up something else or to be kind of snarky a little bit later. And and I heard this one time and it stuck with me, especially because you guys know I've been married before I got divorced um, a handful of years ago. Distance in a relationship isn't because some big thing happened. It's a result of these tiny, small decisions. So whether that is refusing a kiss because you're super irritated about something or even mildly irritated about something or it's complaining about this little thing or harping on things that really don't matter like why do you leave your socks on the floor every night after I go to bed um that builds momentum now beautiful thing about it is knowing that knowing that it works both ways 
if I'm intentional about within five minutes of him coming in the door, I'm going to express appreciation of something that he's done or something that he, he is or some, something about him. It's, it builds momentum. And that momentum is not isolated to me. If I say something nice, it makes it easier for him to say something nice. Now, goes the other way. If I say something snarky, or if I nag about something or complain about something, it makes it easier for him to do that. This isn't a podcast about marriage. I'm not a marriage expert by, by a freaking long shot. Nobody, nobody would argue that I am. Um, but this is true with our choices. When I say, all right, I'm going to start the day by making my bed and having a glass of water, that makes it easier to make the next great choice. Alternatively, if I say, I'm not going to make the bed today. Who cares? Doesn't matter. It's just going to get messed up again anyway. And then the next thing is easier to do. Like, oh, I'm just going to toss the TV on while I, while I fix breakfast. When normally I don't turn the TV on during the day, right? Momentum builds with small choices. And all we need are these small choices. If you think that you can't make massive change in your marriage through small, tiny choices, I'm telling you right now, you're wrong. And it's the same thing with your physical health or your finances. It's the repetition of these small, tiny choices that build momentum. The beautiful thing, in addition to it just being effective, which is pretty darn great, they're way more accessible. It is so much easier for me to say, I'm going to have a glass of water first thing. I'm going to do 10 kettlebell deadlifts when I walk past the kettlebell on my way to the bathroom. That is so much more accessible than like, I'm going to do a 45-minute workout today. Look, 45-minute workout, great. But I'm looking for those tiny positive wins. They're more accessible. There's not the activation energy required to do it. And what I mean by that is, if you've ever thought about getting your clothes on, driving to the gym, doing a whole workout... There's a lot of activation energy required there. Like, do I want to? What is the workout? What am I going to do? What am I going to wear? When am I going to go? But if I just say to myself, you know what? On the next commercial break, I'm going to do 10 ground to overhead with the dumbbells. Or I'm going to stretch when I watch this show instead of sitting on the couch browsing Pinterest, right? Those small little wins, they are more accessible and they are as effective. I think they're more effective because we can do more of them, because we don't need to psych ourselves up and get this whole big thing going to do it. They're more accessible. We're likely to do more of it. And it's true with financing. It's true with finances. It's true with marriage. It's true with health, nutrition, movement, fitness, organization in your home, you name it. I do not like to clean. That is not something I enjoy. When I think to myself, like, there's 25 things on the dining room table right now. And the last thing I want to do is put them all away. It's so easy for me to say, okay, two minutes on the timer. How much can I get done? Oftentimes, I just finish. Not always, though. Sometimes I'm like, great, two minutes, done. But then maybe I can do two minutes a couple hours later. Or I can have Chris do two minutes when he gets home. Whatever it is, start by identifying small wins. Not small wins in theory. Small wins you can do today in the next 10 minutes. Like for me, when I go inside to use the bathroom, there's something on my way there. I know what it is today. I already told you it's the stuff that needs to come inside from my office and go into the house. Even if there wasn't, when I walk from the kitchen to the bathroom, there's something I can pick up. There's something I can put away. When I think about, you know, I want to eat well today. I want to take great care of myself. Okay, well, I can start with my supplements in the morning. I can start by having water instead of coffee 
any number of those things. It works both ways. Connection with yourself, with other people, with a friend, with a stranger, with a spouse, with your kids. Momentum builds with the smallest choices and it works both ways. So you can easily add in a compliment. You can easily add in a kind gesture or an act of generosity, expressing appreciation, being intentional about affection. Those small things have momentum. And there's a quote, I think it's Ben Franklin, but don't quote me on that. He says, if we take care of the minutes, the years will take care of themselves. If we take care of the minutes, the years will take care of themselves. And I love that because I've gotten really hung up on like wanting to take care of the week or the month or the year. And I haven't managed the minutes. I love to ask myself, do I have one more good choice in me? Especially on those days where I'm like, I don't even care. I just want some pizza, like whatever. I don't want to work out today. I'm just not feeling it. Do I have one more good choice in me? And that's where those small, tiny choices that build momentum come into play. Yeah, I can drink that glass of water. Yeah, I can do those 10 kettlebell deadlifts. You don't have a freaking kettlebell. It doesn't matter. I can do... 10 push-ups against the wall. I can do 10 bodyweight squats. I can walk around my house three times. Whatever it is, if you take care of the minutes, the years will take care of themselves. The week will take care of itself. The month will take care of itself. In, uh, this is a little unrelated, but in my, in my mind, however it works, this just popped into my head, feels related. So I send out daily mindset upgrades every single day, and this is how I get my head right every day and multiple times a day, because I don't know about you, but I need to do that. Uh, In one of them last month, I talked about the difference between environment, you know that word, E-N-V-I-R-N, you know, know, environment and environment. So environment, the way you know it, is E-N. It begins with the letters E-N. But also we can think about environment, I-N, your environment E-N, the right word, there's no such word as I-N, but I'm just, you know, it's a made up word. Your environment is what's around you, but your, your environment, that made up word, it's what's inside you. And we all know that the traditional word environment matters, right? I'm more productive when my office is clean. I make better food choices when my fridge and my pantry are stocked with good and healthy options. When I set out my workout shoes and my workout clothes, I'm more likely to get a workout in. But that environment, I-N, what is that and how can we optimize it? I think that the primary component of your environment, I-N, is your thoughts. Are you thinking of the day ahead as like it's going to be a total bear? Oh my gosh, I have so much to do and I'm so overwhelmed. It's tougher to make small choices when you're focused on those kinds of things. It's tougher to, to get in those small wins when you're thinking either negatively or you're thinking outside of this moment. You're thinking about the day and the whole day or the whole week or the last day, right? Or the last week. If you think about what small win you can create, what's a small win you can create in your marriage? Look, maybe it's, maybe it's a tough season. Chris and I have totally been in a tough season. Since Dagny died, it's been tough. We grieve differently. We communicate differently. It's been tough. We, we, we process things differently. And our schedules have been all over the place. But instead of being like, oh, how do I make this better? And we need to have date nights and blah, blah, blah. I'm more effective when I say, what's a small win I can create in my marriage in the first 30 minutes that he comes home, right? 
same thing. I can focus on like, oh, I want to finish this book and I have to do this and all of these things need to happen in the next couple of months. Okay, what's a small win I can create in the next hour with regards to work or regards to my, to my book? With nutrition, instead of, I need to eat better, oh my God, what's wrong with me? I've just been indulging too much. I've been making excuses. What is a small win that I can create in the next hour, in the next 30 minutes? Can I get 10 small wins today? And I write these down. That's what I use the Change Makers Journal for. But I write these down, my wins, my small wins. I made the bed first thing. I had water before I had caffeine. Whatever it is, I journaled. That is a win. This morning, my win was there was something I woke up thinking about with regards to Chris, and I was going to bring it up to him. It was kind of like, not a complaint, but like a, I guess a little bit of a nag. And when it popped into my mind, I said, don't, don't start the day with that. Like, don't. Maybe there's a time and a place where it's appropriate to bring it up, but like bringing it up just because it's on your mind and it's irritating you, don't, don't start the day like that. That was written down as a small win for me. He left for work. I didn't bring it up. I thought about it 10 times. I had to bite my tongue, but I was like, that's just not the energy I want to bring to this morning. It really, really, really doesn't matter. I wrote that down as a win. Tiny, small decisions. They create momentum. Look for the small wins. Celebrate the small wins. Write down the small wins. It's easy to see like where we dropped the ball. I didn't get this done. I was supposed to do this. I didn't get it. Whatever. Don't focus on that. That's going to happen. There's always going to be things we didn't get to or things that didn't go right. Focus on the small wins. They have momentum. And keep in mind that that momentum works both ways. Start small and start now. I mentioned making your bed. Maybe pay that bill that you've been avoiding. Drink a glass of water. Dump out the soda. Go for a walk. Do 10 squats. Make that phone call you've been avoiding. Whatever it is, focus on those small positive things. They have momentum. And the more positive things you do for yourself, the more positive things you want to do for yourself. Make it a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.